0: Welcome to the I Give Life to Life podcast with Coach Energy, the single parents life coach. This is the channel and the platform where I share valuable information on all matters of the heart and various life issues that single dads and single moms face. And even if you are not a parent, that's okay because I still share much needed information on time management, how to have that work-life balance. If you've gone through, various relationship issues marriages and divorces life-changing events and how to effectively communicate anything that you can think of that we all go through life having to decide how to conquer, how to navigate, how to just simply figure it out, I share it here on this channel. And I have a special guest with me today. This is DJ Dex, and he has firsthand knowledge that he's going to share with us about being a single parent and about being a single dad that is active in his child's life. So DJ Dex, let me go ahead and let you introduce yourself.
1: Hey, everybody. Um, My name is Dexter Easley Jr., DJ Dex. I'm glad to uh, join you, Energy. This is exciting.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being willing to be a guest. I was so excited when you accepted my invite, Um, you know, with everything going on as far as co-parenting, single parenting and you being a single dad. You know, it's kind of rare that single dads will participate. So I am super thankful that you were willing to just kind of join in and and share your perspective, your personal perspective, as well as just, you know, in general, the man's perspective, a dad's perspective when it comes to doing the single parenting thing, and when it comes to the co-parenting issues that we all at some point as a single parent may or may not have dealt with. So you ready to go ahead and get started? Let's do it. Awesome. So we're going to just start with a little bit of background. Just tell us a little bit about you yourself as, you know, your experience and your journey of being a single parent. How did that start? How many years ago, um, you know, did you have to embark on that journey? Was it something that you, you know, was it planned? Was it something that caught you off guard? Just kind of tell us a little bit about how you became a single parent.
1: Well, um, how I became a single parent, I was actually, um, it was about 13 years ago. Exactly. Um, and, um, I, my, my son, I have a son and he's, he's a junior. Um, I'm super, super, super proud of him. Um, he's an amazing, amazing, amazing young man. Um, so no, it was not planned, um, at all. Um, come to find out that, um, I was, out of town. And then I found out, you know, um, my son's mother was pregnant. And, um, and even with that, you know, uh, information, it was, uh, kind of surprising, you know, um, to the point of even doubts, uh, and unbeliefs of if it was my son, you know? So, um, that was really, um, kind of, you know, a, definitely a challenging thing, but, um, with that, it was because um we was not even together anymore so we you know um broken up and then that came next so it was kind of like wait a minute you know <clears throat> how do i uh, take this you know is this real um do i ignore it um you know all those things was going in my mind and my brain i was re- i was really really young um, um, you know, And so with that, it was just really, really, it took me off guard. But, you know, I was grounded, you know, with my parents as far as them helping me wise um, through the process. Um, but, yeah, I was surprised to answer your question. Um, and I had to, of course, go through the, you know, the parenting life, you know, for the first time.
0: Right. Absolutely. And so when you found out that you now had a son in the world uh, that was, uh, you know, coming soon, what were your how did you prepare for it? like emotionally. And then, you know, with whatever you had going on in your life at that time, I do remember you saying that you were young or younger. Um, so I don't know exactly, you know, what you were doing at that moment, if you were in school or if you were already working. Um, I know that you're a DJ. I don't know if you were maybe already on tour, if you had just a bunch of things lined up and if, you know, how did it affect you and how did you prepare? Did you have to make a major life change or a huge transition?
1: Yes, actually, um, before, like, I found out when I was actually on the road, when I was um, actually touring for um, some artists. So I found out that way. And then um, it it shifted. Um, I thought, you know, I thought it was going to shift my whole entire life as far as my, you know, my heart's desire and my, my career. Um, but, you know, thank God that, you know, I was able to you know, um, manage it the right way. Um, but yeah, I was, I was young. Um, it changed a lot of things, um, drastically as far as preparing mentally. Um, I had to get my mind, you know, together, um, you know, uh, and, and refocus on as a man, you know, uh, refocus as, you know, growing up and knowing that, look, this is a different kind of ball game. This is, you know, Straight, strong responsibility that you're, you know, you're going to have to hold down. If, you know, of course, if he's your son, and and that and that's the thing. I, I, I deep down felt that he was, you know, my son. You know, so um, that was the, you know, positive, you know, the positive thing about it. And then on top of that, you know, I just knew that I had to, of course, do what I had to do as a father. You know, um, and of course grow up quickly um, with you know knowledge and wisdom and understanding so yes I mean it was it wasn't easy Um, a lot of things had to be on pause a lot of things had to you know um, stop drastically um, as far as my career Um, so then of course I can regroup and plan accordingly you know on how I can be an effective father and be there you know for my son.
0: Absolutely. And you said something that I want to ask you about. You said that you had to put certain things on pause and drastically. And I do know that that's one of the things that um, a lot of us can, mm, a lot of us can can um, not really do. I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. You know, when we find out that we have a child coming and especially if we are in the situation of becoming a single parent or, Um, you know, we see where we're going to be in a co-parenting type of situation. And, you know, when life starts to, I guess, reality sets in, you know, we realize that, okay, man, you know, I had all these plans for my life and for myself. Um, the, you know, now having a child, this is going to, you know, have to cause some things to stop. And a lot of us, we tend to fight that. We tend to, you know, have a real internal struggle with having to change and shift from what we thought our plans were, what our plans were for our lives in order to um, do do what's necessary, you know, to become that parent, to make those necessary changes to become that parent or to get ready to be a parent. And, you know, when you stated that you had to pause, When you made that decision, was it a struggle for you? You know, did you have those thoughts or fears of, wow, like, I've had, you know, these are all the things that I've been working on. These are things that are already in motion. You know, I've got my career going. Things are like, I'm on top of the world, you know, to whatever degree that looks like for you. And was there any fear in there? Was there any hesitation of, you know, but, you know, yeah, there's this child that's coming but at the same time man this career you know this is this is everything that i've you know dreamed of this is everything that i've been working for you know were there any fears or or um, i'm not going to say hesitations but you know maybe we can throw that word in there as well um you know when it came to you having to actually say you know what i've got to put things on pause
1: yes um definitely i was i, I was i was really nervous Um, um, and then the, yeah, I mean, I could use that word fear. It was, it was, I was, I was scared that I would not be able to complete the goal that I, you know, of course wanted to, you know, complete and with, you know, with my career and also just in general, um, life, you know, um, certain things of course just have to stop and you have to, um, put on your, you know, your pants and, and keep on moving forward as as a man, you know, in general, because you're a leader, you know. And being a man, and of course, in that in that whole entire, you know, state of mind, being young, you know, you know, you just had to definitely move forward and do it, you know. And that's where, you know, you got to activate your faith, you know, what I'm saying, and, and push forward, do it all, you know. Um, I I really a lot of things that i desired to do that i wanted to do and opportunities that i missed out on you know of course you just have to definitely have faith you know what i'm saying and know that hey the time will come and when that time comes you know it will all work out you know um in the right plan because of course there's a plan always you know so um definitely i was i was uh nervous scared um but after you know gaining the 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 strength to to move forward i was i was like all right i can do this you know as a man
0: mm-hmm. and and so i'm gonna ask this question because again with you being a a single dad you know you're there are a lot of people a lot of guys who need to hear from you who need to hear from your perspective so one of the questions I want to ask is, and and this is a little, there's a little sarcasm in here, but not really, because it's a real question. So before you, you know, before your son, um, before um, you were told that you had a child on the way, and then the moment that he arrived, did you know how to be a parent at that time? Was it something that you saw um you know you saw examples of you know did you were you raising helping raise maybe other your nieces or nephews if you have any or uh, any cousins or or godchildren or was it a situation where you literally had no idea of how to be a parent and you literally had to figure it out and learn as you go
1: Great question. Um no actually Um, you know, I had my parents, um, you know, and that, that, that's a blessing. Um, my dad, I, you know, of course looked up to him and I saw him, how he led, you know, led the household and, um, how he took care of the family, you know, um, you know, by, I mean, you know, by himself, he took care of uh, my mom and my, my sisters. So I was, you know, um, I was, I had an example, you know, um, of how it should be um but again you know it's a whole nother ball game when you're in that position yourself mm-hmm. because you have to take on that responsibility and figure out um things and uh, find out how things are going to actually happen you know what i'm saying so um definitely to answer your question yes in a way of um, uh, more so of a viewpoint you know um, um what's the word i'm looking for like a an example, you know, um, yes, I would, you know, I, I I saw that growing up and experienced that growing up, but as far as, you know, taking on, you know, that, you know, that lead of doing it myself, you know, is a whole nother, (laughs) whole (laughs) nother animal, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's one thing, it's like, wow. So then you really actually experience what it really is meaning you know fatherhood and single well being a single parent or just being a parent in general you know what i'm saying on how to move forward and how to really make things happen and that's what it's you know definitely all about so um yeah i hope i answered your question i'm
0: sorry Yeah. So, and I'm, I set that question up in order to segue to this next point and uh, see if you can add more to it because, uh, with the discussions that I've had with some of my clients, um, the male clients, the single dads that are out there, one of their reasons of not really being involved, uh, being an involved parent, um, You know, to the degree of what they need to do and or can at least do more of is because they always say or one of the things that they say that's very common is, well, because I don't don't know how to be a parent. You know, I don't know how I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know anything about diapers. I don't know anything about, you know, if the child gets sick. I don't know anything about, you know, whatever, even those just day to day activities. And, you know, I always have to say, well, the mother, she didn't know either. Mm. You know, and so it's like, yeah, you may not have known how to do it. You may not have known how to be a parent. I really don't think anyone, you know, even our grandparents and our own parents knew how to be a parent until they stepped in those shoes. And they also just had to walk the walk and figure it out day by day. And so with that, you know, it always poses a question of like, but even though you don't, you may not know how to do it. You—that's still no reason or an excuse to just, Definitely not. you know, throw your hands up and say, "Well, I'm not going to be involved at all. I'm just going to leave it all up to the mother," and that mother, she has no idea either. Hmm. So that was one of the—that um, was the setup to the question. I wanted to ask you, you know, if you—if you knew, if you were ready, if you were already prepared and equipped to be a, a parent. You know even being able to take care of those day-to-day activities those day-to-day responsibilities um, you know when the baby is crying how to keep you know how to how to keep him from crying you know do you know if he needs a diaper change at that point do you know if he's hungry do you know if he has an upset stomach like no one knows you know until you actually go through the process and so I just you know it's one of the things that I have to work on most mostly with my single dads um, who are parents um, to just kind of let them know like yeah no one has a playbook on being a parent you know you just have to figure it out and not knowing not being able to be in control of it not being able to say oh I got this with confidence is no reason to not fulfill the role
1: definitely at all no excuses um, you know the the male is the head you know what I'm saying in general um, and leading wise of You know what he's supposed to do on his responsibilities in general i feel personally and that's my personal opinion and that's what i've you know been introduced to you know throughout the years and things so of my life you know um seeing my father take care you know the family as well as the fact of just seeing you know positive men mentors um take care of their family so it is it's no excuse um no matter what because you know there's single mothers out here that definitely go through uh, a lot a whole lot you know mm-hmm. extra, you know and have to figure out school stuff have to figure out you know how the uh you know how how to go to the um um health you know health insurance all this stuff all this information um that you know a lot of people look over you know and don't even think about you know, um, you know, scheduling breakdown. How is this going to be? How is this going to work out when, you know, when the child wants to be in a, a sport or something, or, you know, gymnastics, whatever. At the end of the day, you know, that mom is truly breaking it down. Like, I mean, this is just, you know, surface level stuff. We haven't got to, yeah. you know, super parenting, you know right. what I'm So when, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be so deep, but, you know, you got to explain, you know, the, Birds and the bees as well as periods. You know what I'm saying? Like it's different things, you know, um, that comes up as, as what mothers have have on them. Um especially, you know, strong mothers, you know what I'm saying? Like yourself. So yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to um, co-sign what you said. And just to let you know, you're not the only one thinking that way. And you're not out there by yourself with that with that thought process or that mentality. I also agree that the male is the head period point blank. And the reason I agree with that is why. You'll see everywhere and any time you'll hear it, you'll see it when I'm talking about, you know, what is it, what is it that I do, what my platform is about, you know, who my primary clientele is that I coach and work with are, and I break it down this way. And I always put dads first. If you look at any of my written copy, if you go to my bio, if you ever hear me talk, I always say, yeah, I'm a, I'm a coach for single dads and single moms. And I put dads first because y'all men are the leaders, y'all are the heads. And without y'all, everything else starts to break down. Without y'all playing your role and being in place, everything else starts to crumble slowly but surely. And so you're absolutely right, the male is the head. And that's why it's so important for me to not just be another advocate of single moms, single moms. You know, just only single moms, you know, men have to, you know, have an advocate for them as well. And that is I'm so passionate about that because I understand how when the dad, the male, the man is not in his place, when he is not present, when he is not playing his role or his part, everything else Mm -hmm. is not going to be right. Not in the way that it was supposed to be, not in the way that it was created to be. So I just wanted to say that and and let you know I'm in agreement with you (laughs) when you make that Uh statement because it's so true. And it's because of that statement and that belief of why I am very intentional when I say, yeah, I work with single dads and single moms because we can't do it without each other parenting mm-hmm. is not a one is not created or meant to be or structured to be taken care of with just one side with right. just one right. parent like you can't yeah, so well. I better stop right there with that particular <laughs> point <laughs> because whew, yeah you don't understand like that is so huge and that's one of the main things that I I I work on when I am coaching my male clients is to get them to understand that aspect. Because if you understand that piece, that small piece, but you see how large it is and you see just how big of of, um, of an effect that it makes on everything else afterward, after him, yep. then that's when it's like, wow, you know, it, it kind of puts things back into perspective. And it, it makes, you know, people or guys or males to kind of, you know, reposition themselves and say, you know what? I am an important figure. I am an important piece to this puzzle. I am an important person in my household. So therefore, let me fulfill that role. Let me step in those shoes and walk in those shoes. Right. Because sometimes people have to know that they are needed and that they actually, that that the part that they play or their existence, just period. Them having breath in their body, their existence is, is needed. In yeah. order for them to say, you know what, let me step up. Let me do what I have to do, because now I see the effect that it has on right. this child. Now I see the effect that it's gonna have on my grandchildren or you know on on my ex even if you, those two are not together but now they see how if it affects the household which then affects the family then it affects the community and then it affects everything else and um, sometimes you know people don't see the importance that they play you know how important they are yes and so for me i just i you know i work towards just showing guys men the dads that your your part in this is necessary yes it is so that's what i have to say about that
1: <laughs> <laughs> put your foot down that's
0: right <laughs> Shoot. y'all are important too that's i mean i say that all the time like no y'all are important you know of course the moms are but y'all are super important you know we can't we can't, as women, as the females, we can't do it by ourselves.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: And I say that, even though understanding that we end up doing it by ourselves <laughs> because we have to, but we te- we we really can't do it by ourselves. That's why we end up having to, as a child gets older, and especially if it's a son, as our child gets older older, we end up having to find what a male role model. You know, a male mentor, because Mm -hmm. we just cannot do it by ourselves because we're it's not meant to be a single parenting type of situation, period. Um, So before I go to the next question, did you have anything to say uh, following that?
1: That was no that I agree. One thousand percent. I'm with you. One thousand percent as far as, you know, the male um, supposed to be the head, you know, and, and I'm just piggybacking on everything that we just Technically, just said. I mean, there's no excuses. I don't believe in in that part right there. Um, you know, so I, I guess the feedback that you was getting from the males that was saying that. You know, of course, you know, it's it's work to do with everybody. You know, what I'm saying everybody has some some work to do. But that's definitely one the number one things that as a male you have to do. You have to take responsibility. And um, you know, of course, with everything and anything, but foremost, you know, the, the head, you know, you have to lead. So definitely, I just, I just agree.
0: <laughs> awesome. So, okay. Everything in life is about choice. You know, that's something I talk about all the time. You know, life is all, all about the choices that you make, wherever you are in life, every single, you know, moment in life is, is due to the choices that you made, you know, within what you can control, of course. So as a lot of people now, both, of course, there are both females and males who, Make this particular decision that I'm about to bring up next, but as a male, um, you had a choice to walk away. You had a choice to to be a total absentee father. Yes. And of course, like I was saying earlier, because I want to make sure I put this out there, it's not just you know the the males who walk away or who abandon their parental responsibilities. Females do it as well. Correct. I want to ask you, what made you choose? Because everything is choices. What made you choose to step up and be an active parent? Even though you and your son's mother are no longer together or were not together, even at the time that you found out that she was pregnant, what made you choose to say, I'm going to do what's right?
1: That, that that goes by, you know, of course, I mean, per- well, I can only say this for myself, but, um, you know, the mentors are the people who you have in your life, you know, that you seen, you know, be a, a positive um, role model, you know what I'm saying, um, in your life. But also it has to be in your heart, you know, you have to know it, you know, as as a father and of course, as a man. So you have to be ready for it, you know, like, okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm going to stand for, you know, um, standing strong and moving forward in wanting to to do it and passionate about it. Um, so it is a, it, a couple of things. So I would say definitely uh, mentorship on who, of course, is in your life or who you have seen, you know, be that example. Um, then it turns around as well as, you know, you as a man have to take on the torch and and want to you have to have that passion because if you don't want to then it's just like oh well oh well I'm just gonna keep it moving and and that's not the of course the way to go because it goes right back to being a a real man you know what I'm saying like you know you got to stand strong you know you're the you're the head you know you're the leader so you have to lead and in order to do that these are of course tools and avenues that you have to just stand up on as a man. You know, you have to take care of your responsibilities as well as the fact, fact of being an example, not just only taking care of your responsibilities, being an example to your child, you know, um, so then they can see, well, you know what? Wow, dad is doing this, dad is doing that. That's that's good. I want to be like that when I grow up or whatever the case may be. But that, I, I would I would say that I don't want to jump jump too far, too deep. But um, I hope that answers your question.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, oh, cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. And so with that, it makes me want to go to this next question. Like, what's Mm -hmm. something that people so okay, thinking of everything you just said, thinking of, you know, all those uh, variations and or variables, you know, for a better word, thinking of all those variables that you have to consider you know, the lifestyle that you lived, the company that you kept, you know, birds of a feather flock together type of thing, Um, having people that you keep around you or that you surround, uh, that you end up going around and spending time with, you know, having them being an example, whether it's a good example or a bad example, considering all of those things, what's something that people may misunderstand if anything at all may misunderstand of being a single father you know whether it be other males who chose to abandon their responsibility or whether it be the females themselves the, the mothers to these to these kids that are out here you know what's something that people in general mm-hmm. misunderstand about single fathers
1: i feel that it's it's all well i shouldn't say always that's a strong word um i would say leadership um you know they don't because they don't see it um and it's not there um sometimes and then with you know with some fathers it is there so but they lean towards more of a the negative than the positive And that's the sad part about it, you know, so a lot of, a lot of people, you know, view it from a standpoint of negativity and it's never, I I feel that where's the, where's the positivity, you know, um, with, with the viewpoint of a positive father, or a a, a father who's, who is doing good, who is uh, supporting his child, who is actually physically being there who's being a leader and so what comes in to answer your question is like they misunderstand because it's like okay i'm gonna go with what everybody else says oh it's nothing but deadbeat dads out here etc cetera, et cetera. because you i mean you gotta look at the 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 point of view of what's the positive and what's the negative you're gonna of course see are here about more negative than even positive. So it's kind of like, man, like, unfortunately, you have to really truly see physically by actions and things that go on with a single father um, to really know, you know, like, okay, well, wow. You know, he's actually taking responsibilities for his actions as well as being a great father. So, I I, I personally, I just feel that, you know, there are a lot of people out there that that views uh, the viewpoint um, as a single father is negative, to be honest with you. I mean, even, you know, just the average Joe Blow, you know, if you just, you know, ask ask a single mother, just a random single mother or a random uh, single father, you know, they will even say, you know, well, a lot of single fathers out here, they don't They go to negative first versus mm-hmm. positive. So yep. um, it's, it's, it's sad, unfortunately, but, you know, we don't really highlight the positive fathers they are actually out here.
0: So. You better say it. And guess what? That's what I'm here to do.
1: <laughs> yes. 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 Thank you. Thank, Shoot. you.
0: Thank you. Oh, my God. That's terrible because Mm-mm, that's terrible you know yeah it, it, there are a lot yes okay the numbers don't lie there are more males that aren't doing their you know taking care of their responsibilities what? than there are females just stating the facts yeah. however I believe that if people if society if the media if if you know all this information that's constantly being put out here is continuously bashing the, the, the males who are not involved. Right. It's not gonna help them become involved. Exactly. You know, it's not gonna help them step up. It's not going to help them want to say, you know what, I can do this. You know, I may not have been there for those first three years. I may not have been there for those first for some, even eighteen years. Yeah. You know, but I can I can start now. I can start today, whenever that day is. I can I can do I can make a difference today. And, you know, that's why I just really feel that, you know, coming from a positive standpoint is the best way to win over a person's heart.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. One thousand percent. I agree.
0: And so for you personally, you know, you have a career. You you made the sacrifices back when your son was, was younger of pausing certain things, of stopping certain things and then having to kind of regroup. Yes, And then now, you know, your son, 13 years later, you know, you've been able to kind of navigate things a little bit better. And I'm all about showing people that you can do it. You know, you can do both. You can have your work, your career, your job, whatever it is, your business, your company. And then you can also be a parent. You can still be a very successful and a very involved parent. So tell me about how do you personally what tools do you use or what what strategies do you use? Or what's the mentality that you, that you have when it comes to balancing being a father with work? So basically that work-life balance.
1: The work-life balance is, it, it, it really, and I, I wanna kinda back up a little bit so then it can kinda jump, you know, go into. Um, so to answer the question like, I had to do a, a, a big jump. And the big jump was, you know, I was in the process of going to move. So I, you know, for my career and because I lived, you know, of course in a different state. And so with that, and it, with my move, it would have, of course, enhanced. That's why I said, you know, drastic measures of, you know, things was on pause. Um, and, I was, I had to stop, you know, all of that, all those plans, all that. And, you know, be, stand up and be, you know, a father. So when that happened, um, you know, it's, you have to really have strong confidence, you know what I'm saying? Um, In yourself too, as well, because a lot of fathers, they get um, discouraged. You know and you have to know that look I have a plan you know and this plan is going to it's gonna move forward but first you got to take care of your responsibilities and you know of course it's your actions. you know what I'm saying of what you know what you've done so but that doesn't stop you know your vision your dreams your aspirations you know I knew that you know my son you know having my son it, it wasn't going to stop, you know, what, you know, what, what I had planned, but it just had to go for a pause for a second. So with that, I had to adjust and rearrange some things. And that's why it's all, it's very important to plan because, you know, as a man, you know, uh, and men in general, we, you know, I used to not be like that, you know, <laughs> a schedule breakdown, <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> like I gotta check my schedule. Like no. Uh, <laughs> no, we can go. Let's go and go. Da, da, da. No. Uh, so, you know, I had to, you know, definitely um you know readjust, you know, how I how I did, you know, uh everything, a lot of things. So um it it, it is is very important to you know definitely plan. And I know it sounds simple, but when you do it, it's a it's it's phenomenal. Because now you get to look at what's you know, what's next, you know? <laughs> and, and then it gives you room for other things to happen, you know? So and then if other things do pop off, then you're like, okay, cool. But um to so just to rewind real quick, um I had to make a, a big, big sacrifice. The sacrifice was okay, Dex. You move. You're gonna be away from your son. It stretches out a, a, a deeper responsibility of of commitment with seeing him. You know, um, you know, it, it was it's four hours and forty five minutes away from him. You know, um, yes, it it didn't happen. you know, overnight, you know, um, I was, I was tussling with it. Um, it was challenging, but after I set my responsibilities up after I did what I was supposed to do. And after I found out, okay, this is my plan. This is what, you know, I have to, you know, the way I got to go, then it it really, truly helped me, you know, with that.
0: Absolutely. Oh my gosh. See, all about sacrificing, planning, and what I got out of everything that you said, you were talking about getting your priorities in line. (laughs) you gotta have you have to put your priorities in order and it just sounds like um from your description of what you just went through or what you were um, breaking down for us is you know you you thought about everything you laid it all out you put everything out in front of the table on you know on ah, excuse me you laid everything out in front of you on the table and you said okay what's most important? And then you just started putting everything else in line, in order, and in its proper place. So that is dope. I love it.
1: Yes. Yes. So it, it wasn't easy now. It was not easy. And, and oh. you know, definitely, <laughs> definitely had to really, you know, um, re- really, really see the vision. And that's another thing, that faith factor that I, told, that I was talking about earlier. Like, you really have to have faith in yourself. You know what I'm saying? So... Like, truly. Like, okay, I can do this. Confidence in yourself. I can do this. I, I can I can really make this happen and don't give up. Because you when you're in that mindset of giving up, because I was there you know what I'm saying, several times, you know, um, of giving up as far as the career is concerned, not the fatherhood. Um, and it was just like, man, how is this going to actually happen? So, that's when you sit back, you know, and you definitely plan because that's that's the ticket you know you just have to definitely make sure you're moving at the right time you know so um but yeah so i mean i, I really think um thank god for my mentors as well as you know my dad you know main you know the main person in my life um for for giving me an, an example of a, a father as well as um me you know Picking up, you know, fatherhood and doing it, you know, the, the way that I, I feel that is, is right. Not saying that everything that I do is right. Everything that I, I you know, I'm, I'm perfect. No, I mean, this, this came over with time, you know what I'm saying? So um, it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. It's just all about progression and consistency. Um, and that's a strong word to use with the male staying consistent because of the simple fact: if you don't, then of course it's gonna tell everything, you know. Um, and from your kids to, you know, the, the the mother of your of your child. So all of that is very important, you know. You definitely have to, even even if it's a, uh, you know, not being able to uh, do, do something, but you're staying consistent with the communication. So then she can know what's going on. So then she can plan out what she needs to do. Because remember, everything is still back to that plan. You know, just because you're not with her, just because you're not living with her, that doesn't mean that the plan is over. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? No. You, you help her out. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, I don't like her. It's not about that. It's about the child. It's about the responsibility. So if you can't pick up the child this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Go on and hit her up way in advance because you already knew Tuesday, you wasn't gonna be able to pick up Friday. Hello. So, you know, yes. go ahead. ahead and <laughs> responsibilities is responsibility. So you gotta communicate that, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I don't want her to get mad. Well, she, well at the end of the day, is is I mean, they're gonna get upset anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's but but she won't get upset as much as the fact of you telling her to day up. or you telling her days way beforehand and and before you reach out to her and tell her that. Come up with a plan hello come up with a plan to help the situation mm-hmm. don't put all that pressure on her so then it's like okay you know i'm not able to um pick up you know pick up my child on friday but you know uh well technically friday and then i can't pick her up on saturday so what i do is let's work it out to all right let's think of a way that we can make this happen because I know you got to work, I know this, this, and the third, but I don't got to get to this meeting until 7 p.m. So I, I spend those two hours to come grab her, and then you still, you know, you're at work, and I just come, and drop her off, and then I can be able to go to my meeting and handle what I need to handle. Yeah, I get out late, so that's just go ahead and shoot for Saturday morning, pick up, you know, pick her up, and then, boom, spend time with her Saturday and Sunday and, you know, take her to school on Monday. Boom, icing on the cake right there, take her to school. You know, different things like that. It's just different things that are going to affect in a positive way, you know, the, the whole entire parenthood. I apologize. I, I just went in. So, but yeah, that's, that's how I do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like I'm over here like, oh my gosh, like I'm trying to be quiet, trying not to have, you know, too many uh, ad lib interjections, you know, in this way. <laughs> <place. laughs> While you're talking, but no, you just hit so many points. Um, I just did a, a three part series. Uh, of podcasting and and, uh, YouTube videos on my channel that talks about uh, visitation and custody uh, problems Mm. that uh, single parents or those who co-parent go through. And when you were talking about how, you know, if plans change, if you see where you're not going to be able to be on time, you know, to pick up the child or drop the child off, let her know or let him know. It's all about communicating in advance because you're, you know, regardless, it's going to affect somebody's schedule and that somebody is both people. And Mm. so it's crazy. That you well, it's not crazy because you know everything falls in line, you know, as it's supposed to. But anyway, you were just literally talking about my um, prior three three-part series of wow. videos that I just posted, and that's called uh, visitation and custody problems uh, that single dads, single moms, and co-parents uh, go through. So that is awesome. Wow. Um, So, man, there's like two more things that I want to see if we can get to Um, when it comes to co-parenting communication, Mm, mm, mm. co-parenting and that communication or lack thereof ends up can can be really stressful, can be really detrimental to you know, successful parenting, um, because it can also affect the child, you know, especially if they are there in the middle of both of the parents bickering about, oh, you know, you didn't bring a diapers or you're late by five minutes. And this is what the court order said. And, you know, all this crazy nonsense. Your, With your personal experience, you know, when, as, you know, co-parenting, how has communication always been positive or or always worked out like your co-parenting situation just in general period has it always been an easy thing and if it wasn't did you give up you know tell tell us a little bit about the experience whether it be good or bad just so people can see that you know what if you just stick through it and if you you know possibly use these strategies like you said you know communicate more in advance and don't just present a problem present a solution you know as well you know, maybe that will help with the co-parenting communication and and just a whole setup period. What was your experiences? What were your experiences like when it came to co-parenting? You know, did it start off bad and then eventually get better and improve, or was it always good?
1: Well, see, that that's an amazing question, um, and and it goes back to effective communication, um, <laughs> because you know, to answer your question uh, no, it was, it was, it was never positive. And, and, until to this day right now, like, you know, it's, it's still, you know, up and down, you know, um, it's, it's been several times that I actually, uh, went all the way there. And just because she felt that she didn't want him to see me, she told me that you're not going to see him. um, And again, like I said, it's four hours and some change away. Um, So I drove there and the whole entire weekend, I wasn't able to see him. So, um, and that's not just one time. That's several times, years, you know. um, And it was just off of the, if she's having a good day, then great. Mm. If she's having a bad day, then that's what I have to go through. Um, But, you know, of course, being, you know, passionate and, and and you know, of course, committed, and as a father, you know, I I chose to keep going, keep doing it, you know, striving for the best, um, you know, to try to see my son, to try to spend time with him, Um, even with communication of, you know, um, talking to him on the phone, you know, he actually had his own phone, and all of a sudden, you know, the the phone's going straight to voicemail, so I had to know reach out to her, reach out on her phone to see if he can talk to me and then when he does talk to me she, he has to put the phone on speakerphone um you know it's just different things that just like wait a minute wow so you have to you depth as a man you definitely have to keep yourself you know what i'm saying in the mindset of sane um because you know it, it can get you you know to a certain level and 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 it can really take your mind somewhere that it doesn't want that you it, it shouldn't go you know I'm um, giving up um, I've, I felt like not giving up on my son but just giving up on the fact of this is this is crazy you know you're doing this on purpose you're doing this and I, I'm and I'm being a father I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and You know, a lot of things I'm I I don't mean I know the time is running, but
0: Mm, you go ahead. Go ahead. You're fine.
1: Things, you know, personally, I feel that it's it's a root, meaning with every single mother, single father, there is a root. And you're like, what is that? What do you mean? The root is you have to see how everything started. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. because then that's going to give you the answer to why Mm -hmm. everything is happening the way it's happening. That's right. So just to give the root of my situation, because we're being transparent, right? So the root is this, there are soul ties that happen Mm -hmm. with, with of course, uh, single mothers and single fathers and how a soul tie happens is, you know, of course, if you're still entertaining that person, as in either sex or either or either uh, showing them attention as far as, you know, going out with them, and you, you know that y'all are not together, and you know you don't want to be with him, and uh, um, you know you don't want to be with her, but at the end of the day, you're you're showing that affection that is like, okay, you know, I'm still gonna, you know, chill because she's my baby mama, or he's my baby daddy, so, uh, you know, we may this deal you know that okay as long as he pay rent you know my rent and we'll do it like this and do it like that I mean whatever but at the end of the day is a soul tie there and that means that you're stuck technically your soul is stuck with that your heart is stuck in like you have a piece of that person's heart and that it's it's like you can't go nowhere it's like they're a magnet and then you think that you have something going on as far as a good deal, and the deal don't don't pan out right. But then you wonder, like, wait a minute, why is this person so crazy? Uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta kind of see where the root came from, you know. Mm-hmm. And you have to stop that at the beginning. And with me, you know, I'm, you know, I can say this because I'm not, you know, afraid to say it. Um, but yeah, I, I stopped that from the get-go. You know, what I'm saying not just because of the simple fact we wasn't even dating. It was just the fact of. You know, that's how you can get sucked in, you know, like, oh, OK, well, she she's having my child and uh, I guess I got to come over. There was challenging things that I had to go through. You know, I you know, went to go see my son and she show up at the door with the, a gown on and it was like, yeah, come on in. No, I'm not coming in. Just bring my son to the door and I would just sit with him in the car. And that's the things that I had to go through because of the simple fact I'm not about to get trapped into that. Because when you get trapped into it, then it's like you're a pawn. And then you constantly be used as whatever the situation is. Um, and then it's challenging to get out of that situation because of some facts. They already took advantage of you. They already took advantage of the situation. And in their mind, they feel like, well, we got this little thing. And then, but when they get upset or whatever the case may be, or they're in their mood, then that backfires on you. And then you're looking crazy. So, um, I I really say from the beginning, you know, you got to watch out how you do things. And and for the people who, of course, uh, uh, are already in that situation, um, then just sit down. Sit down with the mother. Sit down with the father and just be like, yo, check it. You know, I messed up. You know, and I don't want to have a relationship, a parenting relationship like that. I'd rather have just if we're going to co-parent let's co-parent but if we're going to truly be in a relationship then let's be in a relationship but either way that still goes with parenting you see what I'm saying because it's the child it's not about us you see what I'm saying so a lot of those things and yeah they come you know and if you know you do you do it the way that I did it um yeah um a lot of bitterness is going to come you know that you know a lot of bitterness is going to come because of some fact of Abandon me, you know. the The mother may feel like, "Wow, you just left us, left us." No, I I, I've been there, you know what I'm saying. And I was there physically, you know what I'm saying, helping out. Da da da. But in her mind, through her emotions, through what she desired, you know, it was the dream didn't happen. So you 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 will have a either bitterness or or upset situation. You know what I'm saying, relationship um, with you know with the mother or with the father. So. I just I'm sorry, I know I'm going off, I know the time, but no,
0: you're fine. Um,
1: Perfect. I just I really wanted to share that because that's very important. Yes. And I see that, you know, that affects a lot of people. Um with, you know, single mothers and single fathers. And I'm um, I thank God for, you know, the opportunity not to see not to fall in that crack. Um, but again, that still comes with, you know, the other person's feelings on how they feel, you know. And um, to, you know, go bring it back home. Um, I just, I just really want single fathers and single mothers to just think about that. You know, look at the root, look at, you know, the situation in the big, a bigger picture on how to deal with that thing. You know, and um, the visitation thing. Yeah, I mean, I still to this day, you know, have issues and challenging, challenges with that. Um, she called an Amber Alert on me. Before um, that, I, you know, stole my son, and it was crazy, you know. But that's a whole nother story for another time. But um, (laughs) I did not steal my son, (laughs) for (laughs) the record. Uh, But 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 he he was out of town with me. I got a flat tire on my way back, and um, of course that meant that I had to stay um, one more day so I can get the tire fixed and then, you know, take him home. And because of some fact, I took a picture. I communicated effectively, and it still didn't work. Um, mm-hmm. Then that's when she called the ambler. I was driving. They pulled me over, and voila, um, it was it was just a big mess. But again, it's all about still doing your part, effective communication, because that's what I did. Um, as soon as I got to flat, I took a picture of it. I shared the information with her. I told her I'm looking. You know, because at that time, it was um, it was late. You know, um, so no tire place was open. <laughs> and on the highway so um it was you know my son was little so i was more so worried about his well-being and, and safety first then we'll worry about the you know getting that, that tire fixed so um but yeah i apologize next question <laughs> 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 I hope i hope i hope i didn't go over time i'm sorry
0: hey this is your episode so you take as much time as you need because with All this information you're sharing, the gems that you're dropping and just the the reality of what you have been living with. There are people out here that are like, oh, my gosh, I am not the only one. And so what you're sharing is so helpful. There is no way I can put a time limit on this right here. So, nope, don't even worry about it. (laughs) No, I definitely appreciate you, like you said, being fully transparent You know with what you're sharing because it this is the reality this is what's happening this is these are the types of things that a lot of people are going through and especially I hate to say this but especially our single dads these are the types of things that the mothers are taking you all through and it's like you know even even when you try to do the right thing like you said, you got a flat tire, you did your part, you took a photo, you communicated that to her and it, it wasn't enough. It's like, what do you do? You know, what are you supposed to do when you, when you do your part to handle things right, you do your part to communicate thoroughly and your hands are tied in a situation that you were in, you know, like the one that you were in, what can you do? And then to have the other parent not be mindful of it not being understanding of the actual situation and they're still just driven with anger or whatever it is that drives them to to not care that drives them to just still react the way that they react which is out of you know usually anger um um, doing petty things Right. And so it's like, you know, well, that's why you got a, a lot of people that just, you know, throw their hands up in the air. And just like right now, if you could see me, my hands are in the air. Both hands are like, well, forget it. <laughs> just forget it. You know, like, why? Why try? I'm trying to do my part. I'm trying to be involved. I'm trying to be present. Like you were saying earlier, you, uh, you know, you were attempting to communicate with your son you know, via phone, you would make the phone calls. Then whenever her, you know, whenever the, his mom's mood changed or whenever she didn't like something about you or you guys had a tiff, it then affected your ability to communicate with your son directly to the point to where, okay, his direct, your direct access to him ended up getting cut off. So then you go through her and then going through her, there were, you know, you could tell that your son was speaking on a speakerphone, Like you couldn't even have that one-on-one, you know, male to son, man to son, father to son connection with your own child. And it's all because of, well, you know, what mood is, you know, what mood is the other parent in today? And that's, you cannot do that. You cannot do that because at the end of the day, and this is a question I'm going to ask you at the end of the day, all of that, ultimately affects the child and so my question for you when it came to the situations of where you know you would go to see your son I'm sure that he was probably expecting you and then you weren't allowed to to have that time with him or when you would make that phone call to him you know maybe his phone was taken away and then using his mother's phone you know the 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 method of using it had to change, you know, he had to be right there by her so she could hear the conversation. So all those things affects the child. And my question to you is, what did you see and how those different things affected your son like what did you see changes in his personality did you see changes in in his level of being open or in his level of trust or in his emotional well-being and and maybe did it affect him at school his grades did you see any effects on your son personally
1: yes um Hmm. Uh, emotionally, um, even with communication, um, because of course, me and was used to just talking on the phone, you know, um, regular, not speaker and all that. So um, I could tell that it was a lot um, as far as what he was holding back. Um, I can I could feel it, you know, um, even with just just normal things of conversation, um, and then also. Uh, um, how the communication was uh, was allowed the way that she was doing it um, it was it was just really controlled I should say um, and then even also you know speaking with them, you could tell that things was obviously said off a lot off, you know offline as far as before he talked to me or um, you know just inside of him um, so there comes questions you know that I definitely know that he would like to ask on his own um, and she you know she has shared with him asked him ask him ask him but I know that he doesn't want to share you know definitely in front of her you know um, because it wouldn't be an effective communication with me and him because it would be interfered. He knows that part. Um, so, the time will come, you know, that we will get to that point that he will be able to talk on his own um, again. Um, and, you know, we'll see, you know. So, um, it's, it's an ongoing situation more than anything as far as up and down, you know. Um and as a as a single father, because I can only speak for you know my situation, but as a single father, that's when it goes back to being consistent and doing your part. Um, as long as you're doing your part, you know, yes, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Oh my goodness, it's going to hurt. But you gotta stay strong for your 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 child. You know, you gotta stay in the stay in it. You know, um, stay consistent. Um, and, and whatever you do, try everything in your power that your child sees it, you know, because documentation weighs conversation. <laughs> you can say anything you want to, but that documentation, it ain't true. Oh, my goodness. You can't can't beat that black and white. And it's, it, you know, it's, it's been a, a challenging situation for me, um, you know, throughout the years, you know and yeah so like i said i just encourage everybody to single mothers single fathers you know don't give up do not give up because that child needs you you know no matter how it looks because it's not about you and the, the, the you know the um the mother or the father it's about that relationship with the child because they're going they're the ones who's truly affected you know mm-hmm. i mean even if it's the mother, even if it's the father, they're, they're just going off of their feelings at the time. You see? So, they're not thinking about, you know, even if they're pouring negativity inside of your, inside of the child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you still gotta, you still gotta stay consistent with the faithfulness of what you're supposed to do, your responsibilities. You know? So, um, definitely, I, um, I, 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 I gotta say that, I just, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wanna. I don't wanna go too deep. <laughs> okay, but yeah,
0: definitely. Hey, if you feel it, go.
1: Definitely, thank you.
0: Mm. My heart goes out to the kids in and, and these situations. I've been there on both sides. And that looks like I've been there. Uh, what does that look like? I've been there as the child, you know, having to be shared and 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 uh, split up between both parents. So I've experienced it as a child. So my heart goes out to your son and all of these other children that are out here who have to, you know, who go through this, who are, you know, experiencing it. Even though it's, it's second-handed, but they're experiencing it, you know, um, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, because a lot of that stuff sticks with a child as they grow up and as they get older and as they go through their own life, their life situations, uh, their relationships. And a lot of the stuff that children go through, as innocent as they are. It's what it's those things that affects them as an adult and not every child, once they become an adult, goes through or knows how to cleanse themselves of what happened to them as a child. And so they allow those things to affect them and their decision making skills. And then so starts a cycle. You know, so now they've come from a broken home. They've come from a home of where mom and dad argue. They come from a home where mom and dad, um, or or where one of the parents just, you know, are not present at all. So, you know, not having that that balanced household of both mother and father, you know, to them that's abnormal. Because what's normal to them is a one-sided type of household, either the mom or the dad. And so they go through life having to navigate life with that type of mindset, with that type of understanding. And so I know personally, it took time and it still takes time because it's an everyday process of literally, and I'm not trying to go biblical, but renewing my mind To not allow my past experiences to affect me in a negative way now as an adult. And so I, I mentioned that, yeah, I experienced it as a child, but then I also experienced it as an adult, as a parent myself. I was married, I then got divorced for the first year after being divorced that was the time frame that I went through the same co-parenting type of issues the the terrible communication type of issues I haven't had to deal with that after that first year of being divorced because then my ex totally abandoned us abandoned us not just financially but abandoned us just you know with the, the with his parental responsibilities well. So I've been a complete single parent for, what is this, almost uh, 14 years, 13 years. And once, you know, I started seeing patterns in myself of things that look familiar. And what, and those familiar things were things that I, I experienced, you know, when I was a child and then things that I experienced during the separation phase when all the emotions are high right. and I you know at some point I was like man like this is this is terrible <clears throat> like I know better and so I had to you know check myself and I had to say okay I've got it you know I have a choice to continue to, to go through this the way that you know I've been going through it or I can rewrite how things have been going for just my life, period. Right. Because I started seeing how it was affecting my child. And I saw the familiar, the familiar, ooh, let me try to say that word, the familiarity. <laughs> <She's very real. laughs> that word. Um, I saw the pattern in what she was then going through as a child that looked just like what I went through as a child. And I had always told myself, if I ever have children, I will never put them in a situation that I was put in as a child. But then guess what I did? (laughs) But you know, it kind of goes with what I was saying a little bit earlier in this conversation. It's never too late to to stop and, and to get things on track. It's never too late to just press that pause button and say, okay, I can do better. I need to do better. I have to do better, if not for myself, for this child because this child does not deserve it. So <clears throat> my heart goes out to the child, but then at the same time, being an adult and knowing the things that I know now, I my heart goes out to both the dads and the moms, whether they're involved or not, whether they're absent or not. My heart goes out to both of the parents as well, because if as parents, we're still going through those things, we're still having those petty moments, we're still having those bickering moments. That's because we have, we're still not at peace with something in our lives. And right. it's like you were saying, all of this type of behavior is rooted into something. Mm-hmm. It's rooted in something, and that means that, because this type of behavior is abnormal. and mm-hmm. And with this type of behavior going on between adults, then one or both of those adults are still dealing with something that happened to them years ago. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And my heart goes out to them because I know that feeling, but then I also now know what it's like to be on the other side and having gotten rid of that weight, having gotten rid of whatever that issue or those issues were. And it, 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 one thing that I tell my clients is it takes time and it, it's going to hurt. Yes. <laughs> but you have to be patient and you have to want it. Yes. That's the only way that things will change. That's the only way you yourself will be happy and at peace because you want to, I I want to get you to a place or I want to help show people how to get to the place of where no matter what, the other parent does or says it will not affect you at all Mm -hmm. and having that ultimate peace and and sense of sanity is priceless and the only reason because the only reason that i'm not going to say the only reason but one of the main reasons that one of the parents will will kind of allow their moods to shift and change and then dictate if that child you know if they're going to be cooperative or not with the child visitation or the child's conversations with the other parent is because they see that it affects the other parent they see that it's a way to still control the other parent or it's their way of getting revenge
1: correct yep That's
0: so true <sighs> man um yep so let me let me stop preaching for a second and let me <laughs> Let me get back on track, the but it, so with, with the things, you know, a lot of the things that you were describing as well, I'm going to go back to that three-part series video that I, um, that I posted on my YouTube channel. And for those of you who are listening, if you haven't checked out that YouTube channel yet, it, You can find it by searching Coach Energy. That's Coach N-R-G-Y right there in your YouTube search bar. And you will see uh, it's called the Visitation and Custody Problems Parts 1, 2, and 3. Um, And the subtitle is Listen to This Before Having Sex. And in each of those parts, I pose a question that says, Is the person whom you're dating or married to or just simply having sex with, Is that someone whom you can live in the same household with for at least 18 years, even if you two are no longer, quote unquote, in love with each other, even if you two are separated and being able to do all of that for the sake of your child, being able to have 24-hour access to both parents and both parents being civil with each other? that's something that a lot of us don't think about even when we're just like I said you know dating someone getting to know them you know filling them out or if it's not even that serious of a relationship but if it's someone that we're just you know sleeping with you know what people call it friends with benefits type of thing what if you end up being pregnant Mm -hmm. Is this person that I'm, (laughs) that I'm being risky with? Right. Is this person someone that I can see myself with for the next 18 years, whether we are together or not, whether we are still in love or not, for sake of our child, having 24 hour access to the both of us so our child doesn't have to be passed back and forth for the next 18 years. And I think that if we, you know, if we all ask that question at the beginning stages of getting to know someone, if we just have that in the back of our mind, as we're going through life, dating, meeting people, I think that having that, that, that reality being a, a possibility or an option or seeing how it can be a possibility or an option would have a lot of us, maybe make some different choices because I know that uh, if I knew some things you know if I knew the things that I know now (laughs) I would have made some real different choices right
1: Uh, me too
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're so silly so we're about to start wrapping this up I do want to ask a few more little small shorter closing questions Um, I don't know if I'm right with what I'm about to say, but I just felt that this may have been, and you can correct me, you know, you don't have to just go along with it. Let me know if I'm wrong or right. But was this your first time really just opening up about your single parenting and co-parenting experiences?
1: Yes. um, I've never, I never opened up about it as far as, I'm sorry, I I should say it like this. Excuse me opening on, on a platform um, mm-hmm. I definitely of course spoke with you know of course um, counseling um, about it you know mm-hmm. but um, as far as even I would say publicly or you know streaming wise uh, yeah this is the actual first time and even that you know for me it's not a stretch but I guess it is a stretch because I've never done it you know um, and being in a com- comfortable place with myself as well as the platform is very important. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm excited. that I, I hope that I'm able to help um, the people who are listening and as well as the fact of, you know, the different perspectives that I did give um, as well as even it helped myself. You know, um, even just to be able to share and talk about it on your platform. So yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Because you know, it's one thing to share your story and to just really get personal and to really just spill everything out. Whenever it's in the the confinement of a counselor, a therapist, whatever that person is, because you know, it's just between the two of you. But it's another thing, and there's more power behind when you do it in the open and yeah. in public and where people, Mm -hmm. even total strangers, will be able to hear your story. And I just, I I felt it and I heard it in your voice as you started talking. I was like, wow, like he's, he's really getting into it because, you know, you're you are comfortable with where you are just like you said you're comfortable with where you are right now at this point in life with what you've learned even with the things that you've gone Mm -hmm. through even knowing that things are not perfect but you are still so comfortable with being able to just open up and just share and it's it's empowering and this is going to empower you to a whole nother degree (laughs) watch and wait and see (laughs) i'm just going to say that thank you yes indeed all right so you know we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up one of the last questions i want to ask you is what what's that last thing what's um no how do i want to say it what is something the last thing that you want to say to people before we wrap everything up what's that one last thing you want to share
1: i i want to go back to certain some of the things that i shared um you know you want to make sure you have as and i'm going to speak the, towards the fathers and then i'm going to go into just you know parents uh, mothers and fathers but as the male um you definitely want to be the head don't be afraid to step out there and handle your responsibilities um outside of just you know uh okay i'm calling uh, every blue moon or I'm giving child support, so that should be good enough. No, mm-mm. go the extra mile. What is it going to hurt? You know, um, responsibilities. Um, be the head, like I said, um, and definitely. This is for both commu- effective communication, because you can communicate all you want to, but effective communication is very important because effective communication is different from just communicating. Effective communication is getting something done. A communication, communicating is just we just okay communicating like back and forth whatever but effective communication is accomplishing something so okay let me communicate with her to let her know that you know i'm gonna be running late or whatever the case may be communication is very important and also consistency so stay consistent you know whatever it is and if it's and if it's if it's not going to be consistent Um, and you know it's not going to be consistent for a couple of days beforehand then it goes back to what i said before effective communication seeing what that would you know of course do like okay how can we work this out et cetera? and then it goes back to the thing before that having confidence in everything you know being the head being the leader or even just having confidence in what you say male or female like okay this is what I would like to do. Da 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 da, da, da. You know, instead of and, it, and positivity and come and go off positivity. That's another thing. Um, you know, you will see such a change, such such a drastic change when the delivery is different. Because when that delivery is different, you'll be like, whoa! I didn't even know. Just try it one day. You know, uh, you know, instead of what do you want? Just try. It. Hey, how you doing? I was wondering. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, have manners. Well, I don't like her like that. It's not about that. It's not even about that. It's about communication, effective communication, and you just being different. You want you want to have time. You want to have time with your with your child, or you you want everything on a positive. Everything doesn't have to be negative. So that that's that's my tip. Those are my tips. I should say um so definitely run with it um constantly make sure y'all follow coach energy because she is giving y'all a bunch of amazing nuggets um and i don't mean to just plug it but i mean it for real because i've been listening so it's been affected you know even my life you know so i'm not just saying this just because we're on here I'm, i'm saying it in real life you know um so yeah definitely thank you energy for your time
0: Absolutely, but I'm sorry I can't let you go after that one because um, I, I just feel that with one of the things that you said in your in your wrap up question. And first of all, thank you for um, thank you for acknowledging uh, the work that I'm I'm doing, which is nothing but <laughs> me being obedient and and doing what Christ is putting on my heart to do. Uh, so I do appreciate you recognizing that and and acknowledging that. You know that that means a lot. And, and still wrapping up, uh, you mentioned confidence, uh, men, especially single dads being confident, but you definitely did cover women as well. But I do want to ask you this for those who are listening, who may have this question based off what you said for those men, those guys, those males who don't have that positive example that 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 father figure, that role model, that male mentor, you know, to look up to and to have given them an example, because that who knows, they may have grown up in a house with a single parent and that parent may have just been their mother. Right. And so they missed out on those male qualities that are, are so necessary to become a man. How can in in your experience your opinion, your, you know, with whatever it is that's in you, whatever your spirit says, how can a guy get or increase his confidence as a man in order to then be confident as a father?
1: That's an amazing, amazing question. And and the answer is you have to find it because it actually you have to go out and and seek it. Because if you want change, you have to go seek change. So that's either with podcast. That's what either with, um, of course, uh, the people who you're around. Um, you know, even with growth in general, like as my career, you know, I had to not just only my father. You know, I had to look at I, I looked at mentors that I, even even if you even if you can't talk to your mentor, and you just see what they're doing and how 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 it's so effective, you know, Um, follow, follow the lead, listen to, of course, their, their YouTubes or whatever, whatever they may have available, but it starts with your, it starts with you, you have to have confidence in yourself in order to know that you can do it, and then what helps you through that confidence is your mentor, because they're, they're pushing you forward, they're pushing you in that direction, so definitely, I would say, seek it, um, from, from podcasts to different, um, of course, programs that they may have, even from YouTube, you know, um, it's, it, it, trust me, it's, it's, many, it's many avenues and, and different things that are available for you. Um, I mean, of course, we're on one now, you know, <laughs> uh, with the podcast, but it's, it's, it's just very important that you constantly listen um, and you constantly physically see you know what's going on if, and if it's a podcast constantly listen to it over and over again you know um i i mean i do it you know definitely with um podcasts um uh, with with of course people who are, who I'm around um you know just to even that's just like bettering your craft it goes the same way with of course life you know what i'm saying so you definitely have to have confidence in yourself and because that's where it got. It has to start, and then after you have that confidence, and you got to go seek. Because a lot of, a lot of men, we don't want to admit that we have an issue. We don't want to admit that there's a problem here. You know, um, and and that's very important in itself. Because why? Well, I just want to be right. I just want everything to to flow good. I just, I was there. I was that guy. You know, but it's not about your mess ups. It's about overcoming your mess ups and walking forward and, and moving forward. So definitely, I just encourage, you know, seek, but, you know, seek, seek the the podcast, uh, YouTube's, um seek your mentors and, and definitely, you know, um, listen and constantly listen. And nothing is wrong with admitting where you messed up at. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, you know, where where you have to fix what you have to fix. So that that that's um, that's word of encouragement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it. Yes. And, and you, um, I'm trying to wrap this up, but (laughs) it's not my fault. It's your fault. I'm sorry. Cause you keep saying some good stuff and I just cannot let it go. So hopefully this might be the last question, but I'm going to piggyback off of what you were just saying. You know, you, you have to first acknowledge and just understand, you know, uh, that things aren't perfect. You aren't perfect. And you know, if things aren't perfect, you have to go seek help. And you definitely gave some amazing examples of uh, where a person can go you know, to start changing, you know, start making that shift, that mental shift, which were the podcast, YouTube, you know, finding a mentor, whether that's something in person, someone in person, or whether that's someone online whom you may never meet. So, you know, those are great examples. You did mention earlier a few minutes ago about um, having spoken with a counselor before and sharing your story with a counselor. And I just want to get from you from, you know, because males there's such a stigma with men going to get help whether it be a counselor or a therapist or a psychologist whatever that you know whomever they go to there's a stigma around it and so with you being with you having your own personal platform that's very public but that's very you know it's still in that mainstream type of world you know you're dealing with music as a DJ and you know all the visuals that comes with it how is it that you got comfortable enough? And what can you say to wrap up? What can you say to that guy that's listening right now to where he can get comfortable enough to just go seek help? Because we cannot do it by ourselves if we don't have the tools. We have to go. We have to go get those tools in order to do the work.
1: No, I agree, one thousand percent. And that's it. Goes back to definitely having confidence in yourself. And building, knowing, first of all, you you have to spot out the issue. You have to spot out that, you know, I'm just not good at this or I need help with this. Not being afraid to admit that. That's where it starts because, you know, yes, I mean, you think about it. You can say it to yourself as a male. Like, dang, I just don't do that right. But then what? You have to go out there and seek the help. Yes, it doesn't... I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be public. I didn't go public. Oh, I'm going to go see a counselor. No, <laughs> you know, it it doesn't have to be public. But you have to first... You can't be in denial. You have to know that you have, of course, the issue with whatever the situation is. You know, and that's where... After you know that, after you have that confidence, you have to go seek it. Because if you don't seek it, then... Then it's gonna always stick with you. It's always gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna be an issue. Mm-hmm. You're gonna constantly wonder why certain things are just not happening, right? And the root, <clears throat> we go all we always go back to the root. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. The, the, we know what the root is, it's that issue. It was never dealt with, and it's always technically tugging on your spirit, and you're wondering, like, why am I not succeeding? Why am I not doing this? And why am I not da-da-da-da because of the simple fact it was never dealt with Mm -hmm. and so you just have to be truthful with yourself and that's where it starts look yourself in the mirror go go get home look in a mirror and and say look i have an issue with such and such i'm going to deal with it got to confess it you know so seek help and it i mean it definitely will of course help you it helped me i can tell you that um, drastically, um, even, even just growing, you know what I'm saying? From different levels of life, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and learning things. So I definitely, um, encourage all males, everyone just to go seek it, you know, nothing's wrong with it. Right. Nothing's wrong with that. So, but yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to,
0: no, you're fine. And and was it, an, is, is it embarrassing, you know, as, as a man and then as a black man and then no. as a black man yeah. who is in the media and, you know, is it embarrassing to, 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 when you went to your counselor, did you have nerves? Was it embarrassing going there? And then now to be able to talk about it later, is it embarrassing?
1: I, I would, I would say yes, because deep down you're like, because of who you know who you are and your brand and it's just like oh my god are they gonna look at me crazy or even just in general like oh my god this is this is embarrassing I shouldn't have to go through this but we're human <laughs> this is this is, this is life right. you feel me and we're not perfect no one is and that's and, and when you get over that hump of knowing that you're not perfect <laughs> when you get over that hump and then building the confidence to move forward and you, know, you know of course to do it then everything will start falling in place and you'll start seeing like you know what a lot of people they're they're wondering like why am I not growing to this next level mm-hmm. why am I not doing this and why because you haven't been honest with yourself Mm-hmm. And you haven't got it out yet. So you have to get that thing out of you, meaning express it, share it. You know, I mean, that's the ticket. And don't be embarrassed. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I mean, you're just being honest with yourself. So with that, just move forward. That's what I say, confidence. You have to have confidence in yourself. And how to build that confidence is you got to talk, talk out loud and speak about it. Like, okay, you know what? I do need to talk to someone. You know what? I really have to do this. And actually move forward and do it. Don't just say it, mm-hmm. move forward and do it. You know, um, and, it, and it will help.
0: Absolutely. Oh, that is awesome. Thank you so much for being honest with that. You know, with with being honest with the fact that, yeah, you know, the thought of having to go to a counselor, it may have been embarrassing. And that's just because of how, you know, society looks at, you know, or has in the past, because I know right now they're everyone's trying to change the narrative to where, you know, people who are seeking help, people who are going to a counselor or therapist, it's it, they're trying to change the fact that it's no longer uh, it should no longer be looked at as an embarrassment. And so, you know, the fact that you were honest about it, because there are other people who are listening to this right now who have those very those same feelings and those feelings, that feeling of embarrassment is what's causing them to not go is what's causing them to not research Mm -hmm. and, and take that first step. And so I, that's why I asked that question and you were so honest with it. Ah, I love it. So my wrap up would be at the end of the day, be patient with whatever the situation is that you're going through the co parenting situation, or if you are uh, just a, a completely, a uh, single parent where basically the other parent is entirely absent, be patient. If you're in a co-parenting situation and it's not going well right now, things are still very um, um, trippy, whatever the you know whatever word you want to use, just continue to be patient. Always put that child first. That's another thing that will help. That's what helped me just kind of say, you know what? I'm done with the nonsense. Let me just do what's right because at the end of the day, it's affecting my child and my child has to come first. Their well-being has to come first because right now with the behavior that they're seeing me go through or the behavior that they're seeing me express is what's molding them to being who they're going to be. Or it's molding their heart to to either, you know, being in a healthy or choosing healthy relationships, you know, as they get older or not. So just being in the mindset of, you know, just doing what's right for the child, having that question be your, your barometer, you know, ha- use that question as your guide whenever you, right before you're about to to say something or right before you're about to do something, before you, you act or react, just think about you know, let me, is this, is this, is this for the well-being of my child? You know, how will this affect my child? And just remember, don't add to it. Don't add to the nonsense. If the other parent is being, you know, petty or whatever word you want to use, if they're not being cooperative, don't add to the nonsense. Just be patient. And if it means to not engage, and if if that means that you have to just kind of back off for a second pause the conversation pause the the exchange of a child like if that child is uh, excuse me if that parent the other parent is bringing like aggression or animosity at that moment of where you two are supposed to exchange the child for your visitation weekend and if they're if they're not being cooperative You may just have to pause and say, you know what? I'm not gonna add to this because right now from the outside, our child, they don't know who's right or who's wrong. They just see us both acting a fool. (laughs) And so you just wanna make sure that you're always walking in, you know, upright. And at the end of the day, do not give up. Don't give up. Like you said earlier, you know, your child, you may not be able to spend that time with your child right now the way that you want. But as that child gets older, they will see. Yep. They'll learn. They'll understand. You'll have your opportunity one day to explain what you know, to explain what happened and the why behind it. Yeah. So don't give up either, and seek help. We have to seek help. And I do understand there's a stigma for right now around seeking help with a, a therapist, psychologist, counselor. I don't know if it's because of those terms or not, but shoot. Come talk to a life coach. Come talk to me. That's what I'm here for. As you can see, I am an advocate for everyone who's going through these type of situations. Both the men and the women. Both the dads and the moms. If you don't want to go to a therapist or whatever, cool, whatever. Everybody has a coach in life. A business coach, health coach, wellness coach, relationship coach, dating coach. Just get a life coach. If if that uh, if those other terms, those other people, the, the therapist the counselor, the psychologist, the psychiatrist, if those terms are too embarrassing for you right now, just at least take that first step, that's fine. Take that first step to go see a coach. They will at least help you start to break down those walls and start to unfold and peel back a lot of those layers in order to indeed get to the root of the issue. And always remember, the choice is yours. This is your life. You have a choice to either continue to go through this life in the same manner of misery that you're going through it right now. Or you can take control of it because the best way to take control of it is to start making better choices and to start making intentional choices. So the choice is yours, ultimately, at the end of the day. (laughs) So that's we're going to wrap up that session. Now, I like to always ask another random question. This is something that's out of the box. You can go left. You can go right with this question. This is just one of the finale questions that I will throw out there at the end of a, an amazing episode. So what's that one thing? And I want you to be honest, whatever it is, what's that one thing that you hope that I would not ask?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> that's that reaction I want. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know
1: Um, I don't I don't really have anything like that like you see how
0: you went up a couple octaves (laughs) uh,
1: I know right because I'm trying to think like 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 something and that's the thing like it's all about being comfortable you see what I'm saying so um and I'm comfortable you know so anything you could ask it it just would I, I say shoot for it I don't know (laughs) um uh I don't know that's that's a good wow that's you got me on that one I'm I'm so sorry
0: that's all right see and even it's the reaction you know it's not always necessarily about the answer that you would give to that question it's the reaction (laughs) to catch you off guard I love it I love it. All right. So now we're at the end of this episode. I want to give you the floor and give you some time to talk about what all you have going on. You are a busy bee over there. You've got a lot going on. I know you've got a lot of things just kind of, you know, over there in the pot. That's, that's warming up. And I want you to shout out your business, shout out your website, any upcoming events that you may have, any projects that you're working on. If you're on social media, shout out those platforms so people can know where to find you. Just Show and tell our listeners a, a little bit more about you and where they can find you.
1: Thank you so much. Um, of course, it's DJ Dex ATL on social media. Um, that's on everything Twitter, Instagram, um, the official DJ Dex on Facebook, um, and also com. So uh, DJ Dex ATL is on everything, so djdexatl.com. Um, I also have mixtapes on SoundCloud. Um, it's going to be DJ Dex ATL all together. Um, so you can check out um, mixtapes as well as my website. Um, and I also travel with a lot of inspirational artists um, on tour. So I'm an official tour DJ for a lot of artists, um, inspirational artists, as well as a few gospel artists too, as well, like Kurt Franklin. And, people that into that nature. So, um, I really, truly enjoy my job. I also specialize in voiceover commercials. Um, and I have a syndicated radio show, um, also as well in different cities, um, that I of course produce. So, um, I'm excited about that. Um, a lot of things are, are in the pot this year. So, um, (laughs) I can't, I can't share it, share it, but I I can't say that. Um, oh my goodness it's going to be an amazing year and I'm, I'm super excited about what's going to happen. And so, um, I'm, I'm excited that I actually get to give a snippet right here with coach energy. You know what I'm saying? So y'all get to hear it first. No one knows nothing. So, um, definitely get ready for new tours, get ready for, um, TV. So yeah, you're going to, you're going to get ready for a lot of things, um, new adventures and things to that nature. Um, in organizations as well, so it's gonna be great.
0: Awesome, hey! All I got to say is, don't forget about your sis. Ooh, you know, I got you. You know, <laughs> you know I'm y'all heard it right here. I knew him before he got bigger than what he already is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So everyone, make sure that you go and support DJ Dex. He has been an amazing guest on today's episode. I once again thank you, thank you so much for participating and just giving me your time because I understand the importance of time. So I appreciate you sharing that with me. But ladies and gentlemen, that is all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And again, thank you for your support. If you would like to be a guest on this platform, on this channel, go ahead and reach out to me. Contact me. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, on that Apple podcast, and whatever your favorite podcast platform is. All of those locations, you can find me by simply searching Coach Energy. That is Coach N-R-G-Y. Or you can go to my hub, which is my website. And locate all my information there and get in contact with me right there as well. That website is CoachEnergy.com. One more time, that's CoachNRGY.com. Do not forget to subscribe, share, follow hit the thumbs up button let us know if you like this particular episode and you know how we do go ahead get the conversation started below comment below of wherever you're listening to this episode and let us know what you think share with us what your experiences are ask questions if you have questions because we're definitely going to follow up if people have questions and at the end of the day you know how I always end it I love you guys and remember keep smiling